Hello everybody! Welcome to the final episode of the Business Builder series. Holy moly, where has this last month literally gone? Like it has flown by. I cannot believe that we have pumped out nine business focused episodes, including this one, across this month. It's just been absolutely insane. All of the solo pep talks, all of the guest interviews, like all of them have just been so insightful that I really, really hope you guys have taken advantage of them and checked them all out. And of course, if you haven't, that is totally fine. There is plenty of time to backtrack and get up to date on all of the episodes from the Business Builder series. So for this final episode from the series, I've mixed it up a little bit and I've asked a very special guest to come on and um, speak with us in today's episode. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you will know who this person is and you will be so excited to be hearing from him because I know how much you guys absolutely love him. So let's dive straight into it then, into this final business builder interview and chat with my very own dad about all of his business successes across the years. So I'm not going to keep you guys from it and let's just dive straight into it then. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest, and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your highest self. Well, then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed listening to yours. I'm very proud of you. Listening to me record them all the time. Well, given that my Instagram community love you, when I post all those Zumba videos and funny videos of you around the house. So so they should. (laughs) I thought it would be fun to have you on the podcast and let them get to know you a bit more and also learn a bit from you as well, because I know you have so much you can teach them. So... I'm going to start off and ask you to just give yourself a bit of an introduction. Yeah, well, my name is Eddie and um, I was uh, born in Sydney from a Lebanese family and um, I've travelled uh, and we went back to Lebanon um, some 55 years ago um, where I've studied, done my high schooling and then at the age of 16 I decided to come back to Australia and uh, this this lovely and lucky country of ours. Yeah, and that's something I want you to um, chat more about us with. So obviously you were born in Australia, then moved to Lebanon and then moved back here. Um, so tell us a bit about your story when you moved back to Australia from Lebanon and what that was like because you moved with your whole family and you guys had to start and create a new life from nothing. So maybe share a bit about that. Yeah, so... Uh, 
there was um, I have uh, two sisters and a brother and a gorgeous mum and we all lived in a tiny unit in Randwick in the eastern suburbs of Sydney um, and uh, my first goal was to get out of a unit um, and buy a house. Uh, by the age of 19 I managed to get that dream accomplished uh, with a little bit of help from my mum and obviously by getting a small loan from the bank because uh, properties were a lot cheaper back then and um, borrowing money on two credit cards. So at the age of 19, I was a proud owner of a house in the western suburbs of Sydney. And I guess that was the start of my, uh, my um, uh, interest in properties and in, in business. And of course, to be able to buy that house, I had to uh, earn the deposit. And the de deposit was earned by having a day job, a weekend job, and sometimes a night job. I was running three jobs at once to earn enough money to buy my first home. Yeah, that's pretty crazy because when I was 19, <laughs> I wasn't doing all of that. <laughs> I'm lucky that I've had you help me a lot. Um, but it's crazy to then like, you know, hear that and then think about the life that you've been able to create for yourself and all of us kids and everyone here. So we're gonna chat about your business ventures in this episode, but also, along the way you were a high profile politician for a while there so would you like to share a bit about this and is there anything you want our listeners to gain from hearing about how you became a politician well well the sequence of events is that i started uh, at the age of 20 um a business venture uh it might sound funny but i was buying goods from wholesalers and going to the markets. I had a little car, I was putting my toys and giftware in the car and going to the market and selling it. And within a short period of time, my um, business venture in the markets just boomed. And uh, within uh, a period of about six months, I started my first Eddie's discount retail store. And that built up into about four shops. So um, from there, I um, uh, obviously started to invest into real estate so in my mid-20s i had a portfolio of about five or six properties between sydney and newcastle um, and then um, uh, later on some some three or four years after that i ventured into a business uh, a sunglass business and i've actually started the first uh, uh, the concept of setting up sunglasses in service stations so I um, quickly expanded my business to have 3,000 service stations around Australia selling my sunglasses. Now, again, uh, with business being successful, I was injecting more funds into, into real estate. And through that, I purchased a commercial property in Broadbeach. And that led me to um, join the local Chamber of Commerce, uh, where I... Um, started uh, helping my fellow businesses uh, so that we can you know generate more business in the precinct now through through that there was an opportunity to to um, uh, stand in council uh, so in 1995 um, i was elected the broad beach councillor and um, uh, and there was a lot of history after that but the most important part of that is that i was able to communicate with the community. I love interacting with people. So if you're in business, you interact with people. In politics, you have a relationship with people as well. Um, 
and um, uh, and I was lucky enough to also be become the city treasurer. So for about ten years of the, my days in politics, I was uh, the chairman of finance um, and looking after the ratepayers of the city. So it was a good uh, good uh, time uh, to be involved in politics and a lot of experience and and a lot of interaction with the community. Mm. So you were a businessman, a politician, now a real estate agent, and also a restaurant owner. So what's the message you kind of want people to gain from knowing all of this um, that you've pursued since moving back to Australia, you know, as a teenager? Well, the main message is uh, uh, if you're ambitious, um, if you have a plan, follow through with your plan, aim high, um, and um, think positive. Uh, if you are thinking of going into business, uh, it's most important to have a positive outlook, aim high, take some calculated risks, but most importantly, work hard. Uh, that's what I did uh, in my uh, business days. I'm still in business, as you mentioned. I do run a real estate office. It is quite successful, but I also have to work hard. And of course, the latest venture that we've got now is the, the new restaurant. Well, you know, in the day, I'm in my um, real estate office. At night time, quite often, I'm in the restaurant and I have no issue with being in the kitchen, uh, even though I'm a bit clumsy. I've got burn marks all over my hands. But aim high, be ambitious, be positive, and the sky's the limit. Yeah, I think working hard is an important one because so many people think that you can just get to where you want to be without having to put in the hard work. But yeah, if you work hard, then really anything is possible. And you have shown us that, Dad. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And look, and, and in business, um, if you've got vision, if you've got common sense, and again, uh, add the uh, hard work, the, that's the formula that I've applied. And if you can apply it, as I said, the sky's the limit. So obviously you've been in business for a very long time now, but what was it that sparked your interest at the very beginning of it all? Was it, was there something in particular or was it just by necessity or? Well, as I said earlier, uh, interacting with people um, is something that I like, uh, but also business can be very rewarding. I, did, I didn't mention that I, when I first came back from Lebanon, I did go to university and uh, did uh, started an engineering course um, however I chose to continue in business and perhaps that was uh, the the better choice financially um, but uh, look uh, the, what sparks you uh, is is what, uh, what where your passion is and my passion has been working with people helping people um, and the rewards um, the re rewards are there and we can tell you're passionate about it because of how hard you work and um, endlessly you work as well. <laughs> but you enjoy it, which is the main thing. So, you know, when you, you enjoy what you do, it's not really work. <laughs> it's somewhat fun. <laughs> it is fun. And um, um, as, uh, as I've said to you many times, hard work doesn't kill you. What kills you is being unhappy and stressed. So... Uh, uh, Take, take my advice, if, uh, if you're thinking of going into business, uh, put the effort in there, be happy, be positive, and, uh, and I'm sure you'll be very successful. Alrighty, so then obviously you've done so successful in all the business endeavors you've 
been on, but how did you manage to build your own businesses without having any prior knowledge or education around it? Because your studies were in engineering. So how did you go about, you know, developing the skills to be able to run your own businesses? Well, having a positive attitude, um, um, knowing where I'm going, understanding the product I wanted to, to, to work with. So I gave you the example of the sunglasses. Um, yeah, made sure that I've, I've uh, worked with uh, professional people, uh, with honest people. I think if you surround yourself with honest people and people that are trustworthy, then, then the, you are an asset to them and, and uh, it's the same uh, to you. So um, uh, in the end of the day, you don't need a degree to be successful in business. You just need that common sense and the hard work component. And uh, if you've got a product uh, that you enjoy working with, uh, just put the effort in there. And in business, you have your ups and downs. So don't let those um, bad moments derail your business uh, um, ambition. Just stick with it and, um, and believe in it. Mm. And with having ups and downs like along the way, what were some of the biggest challenges surrounding starting a business for you and how did you overcome them? Well, I must say that I, I don't believe I had major challenges um, because um, I was lucky that all the business ventures that I, I was engaged in uh, got off the ground. Um, sometimes luck can be on your side. Sometimes you can bring luck onto your side as well. So uh, I can't reflect on challenges in, in my business career. All I can reflect is on good times, successful times, and some very, very uh, 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 nice financial gains from my business ventures. And I think um, with that, like it's all about being able to adapt anyway, because that was the next thing I wanted to talk about is when the whole COVID situation, lockdown and everything hit, what I noticed is you just know how to adapt to whatever's going on really, really quickly. And so obviously that was when you started the idea for the restaurant and then worked on it and all of that. So what are the most important steps involved with starting a business and building it into a successful one, the way that like you have in such a short time span and just by coming up with an idea so quickly? Well, as you mentioned um, early this year, um, the world changed for all of us and this pandemic has changed the way we, we do our business. Um, in terms of my real estate business, uh, as soon as uh, COVID hit, many businesses shut shop. What I did is I went and looked for a bigger and better premises and I opened uh, on the street level. As we mentioned earlier one, or you mentioned uh, that I opened up a business during COVID, um, it was at a time when many businesses were shutting shop. Uh, the way we do business has changed the whole world has changed, but I was brave enough to reinvest in my business. Uh, and most importantly, I drew up a plan and I followed the plan. Uh, and I remained positive that, uh, that we will come out at the other end stronger and better. But uh, without a plan, you can't succeed. If you've got a plan and you fail, you haven't failed. But if you haven't got a plan, then my opinion is you're going to fail anyway. So. Uh, the most important thing from my perspective is, is to be organized, understand what you're doing, put an effort in and, 
look at the glass always half full, never look at it half empty. So how would you like, what's your advice to give to someone then who is going to start creating a plan now and they've never created a business plan before and they don't really know what to include in it or what to think about in it? Like what's your guidance for that? Well, the most important thing is to uh, test your plan either by seeing if someone has a similar plan and how it is operating, where is it operating. Um, sometimes we learn from successful people. I remember uh, a friend of mine saying to me that uh, he was in the, in the fashion business. He said, if I'm ever going to open up a fashion store, I'm going to open it somewhere where there's already a successful store. So you learn from successful people. Sometimes competition is a good thing. But don't be afraid. Test the market. Test your plan um, and don't be afraid of getting started. Sometimes you have to invest a little bit of time. Uh, sometimes you have to invest some money, but it's worth the risk. And as I said earlier on, a calculated risk is something that we do in business and it's the only way to succeed. Mm. Now, I was showing lots of videos the other day. <laughs> On my Instagram, I was walking around the house showing everyone all the furniture that you just recently well, bought. <laughs> and they um, sent a lot of messages back complimenting your style and furniture and your taste and all of that. So what sparks your <laughs> interest in um, interior design, Dad? Because everyone seems to think you have great taste, even the horse heads. <laughs> <laughs> the, horse, the horses are going back. The, the white horses didn't reflect good on the white walls. Um, again, look, um, I, I can't say I've got good taste. I'm going to be very honest here. I think I had a good budget to buy good stuff. Um, but I, uh, if you watch the space, the little place that we've just bought the furniture to put in is going to go on the market. And again, in, from my perspective, that's a good business decision. If, if you have a property and you want to sell the property, you must present it well. So I've gone to extreme lengths and obviously... Um, had a good budget to be able to dress up the, the sub penthouse. Uh, if you do that, then you will the, the rewards are pretty good in the end. So watch the space. Let's see how we go. And then you might be able to do a follow-up to see if this venture has been successful. But thank you for the compliments. Uh, uh, it also helps when you go to a good store with uh, good pieces of art and good furniture. It's funny how you turned that around into like a piece of business advice <laughs> because um, how you were saying about presenting it well and everything that you've got to treat your business and whatever your product is and all of that the same like you've got to present it well and um, really put time and care into it. <laughs> and I had a plan. I had a plan with this place that I will go and buy nice things and then hopefully I can as a real estate agent uh, market my place and and attract some uh, some good buyers. And um, that's the other thing as well, is I actually got a message from someone asking if you will do an episode one at one time talking about real estate and giving young people real estate advice. So that's something we can do at a later date if you're interested in that. Absolutely, and be my pleasure. And we might do that uh, uh, a live uh, feed. We can do it from the office and uh, certainly give you some good tips. But my tip at the moment is, if you can put a few dollars aside, you know, you'll find that um, one day there'll be an opportunity for you to buy something. Start saving. If you can save money now, you'll buy, you'll buy well. So then uh, we're going to start wrapping this up. But I do have one final question because this is the real-time podcast. 
What is one final piece of real advice you want to leave all of our listeners with? Positive, positive, positive. And uh, that's what you want to think. Uh, Life is good. We live in a lucky country. Have a look and see how we've managed through this pandemic. Um, And um, there are so many opportunities. If you live on the coast, we have great opportunities. It doesn't matter where you live, opportunities will come your way. Uh, And my advice is, you know, have that plan. Uh, If you're wanting to to venture into business, start drawing up that plan and um, have a go. If you haven't, if you don't have a go, you'll never get anywhere. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dad for coming on the show today. I'm very, very lucky to have um, such a business-driven person living in my life, and I think that's what's inspiring me a lot to chase my business goals. Um, So thank you so much for coming on and talking to us all. My social media loves you, I love you, and we have all taken so much away from this conversation. So thanks, Dad. Thank you, you're so gorgeous, and I'm proud to have you as my beautiful flatmate, daughter, (laughs) and uh, beautiful sister to your other sister and your two brothers. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast. I have had so much fun making this and I hope this has been able to help you in some way. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value. So help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.